Hello. Good morning. Uh, I'm getting used to the new time. Uh, this is Dr. Terry James Gingrass, and the uh, show's called Dr. G's ADHD Chat. It's a show trying to make the world safe for ADHDers. I am a clinical psychologist and neuropsychologist. I am the father of at least one ADHD child and probably another one who is doing way better. Uh, I married into a whole family of ADHDers. Um, I guess I like the excitement. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, when I my son was first born, um, we didn't have ADHD. It was not an official diagnosis. Uh, it was not an official diagnosis until many years later. And, uh, well, we just had to catch up as we went along. I mean, obviously, if it doesn't even have a name, it didn't get much research interest. Uh, so we didn't know a lot about what it was. It had this horrible name, uh, hyperactive response to childhood, which is like, what the heck does that mean? And how long does it last? And do you, does that mean you outgrow it when you're an adult? All kinds of bad things and bad conceptions about it. But now we have a lot of research. We know a little bit more about what we're talking about, uh, which is always good. Uh, and uh, I've been working with ADHDers for about 40 years, you know. <laughs> Definitely before there was ADHD. So uh, it's an interesting line of work. Uh, and uh, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you've got a group of people with a lot of energy and a lot of interests and they move fast and think fast. And uh, it's interesting anyway. So today we're going to talk about marriage. Okay, now ADHDers. Uh, frequently survive, surprise their spouses once they get married. Uh, those things that were kind of interesting or cute or that sort of stuff when they were dating, maybe even exciting, uh, now are like, oh my God, this is as good as it gets. This guy or this woman can't remember and doesn't... Um, doesn't get anything done consistently. I can't plan on anything, da, 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 da. I mean, mostly it's the sort of the distractible, the forgetful things and the impulsive and the restlessness, okay? Now, in different contexts, those are all character strengths. You know, when you really think about it, but when you are, just, are over, well, you have kids, you have maybe a career as well, and you have an ADHD spouse, you know, and it pretty much is the same whether you've got your spouse as your husband or it's your wife. Um, there's just a, a lot of the same sort of things. The interesting thing is, why do people marry ADHDers? Well, my notion is that it's because they're interesting. They're kind of funny and exciting and have a lot of energy and like to do a lot of interesting stuff. My notion as to why an ADHD or marries uh, a person who doesn't have ADHD is because 
basically he's looking for somebody who's organized or she's looking for somebody who's organized and uh that is all, all the compulsives in the world <laughs> are going to end up married to adhders if this is if this balance is going to be maintained uh and it's um a, a lot of times it works that way you know i mean the the problems you know like distractibility it means can't stay focused walks into a room intending to do one thing and ends up doing three other things part way you know without getting done uh and um you know you tell them oh stop stop by after work and pick up whatever a pizza or something and or don't forget we've got a you know a PTA meeting tonight comes in the door doesn't remember a thing about any of that uh, and a lot of times uh, you know the restlessness it's like just depending on how well un under control it is that can be a you know big whoop but doesn't matter much just doesn't sit still much or it can be real irritating, like when they're sitting there in their rocker, and they're waiting for you, you know, come on, let's go, let's go, you know. And the other thing, um, well, just the general restlessness. It's like they can't stay on one topic for more than five minutes. And there are a bunch of other things, too. One of my favorite additional problems that you get with ADHDers is that they, a lot of them are horizontal organizers. That is, you walk into the house, that an ADHDer lives in, and every flat surface has got a pile of papers on it. And most people cannot tell any organization strategy, but typically the ADHDer can find whatever piece of paper he or she wants in in the appropriate pile. And the worst thing you can do for an ADHDer is try to organize his or her piles. <laughs> there will be problems, <laughs> a, a lot of problems. Uh, it's, you know, if, if you take it in the right mode, it's sort of amusing. If you're real fussy about how your house looks and all that stuff, it can just drive you nuts, okay? I mean, the big complaints you get from partners of ADHDers are that it's like I got another kid. It's like I'm always caregiving. I gotta, you know, remind him about everything or remind her about everything. Uh, and uh, it's a lot of times people interpret it uh, as he just doesn't care about me or she doesn't care about me. If, if he did, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have forgotten our anniversary or my birthday or he, he would have been, you know, I needed him to go to the PTA meeting and he didn't go to the PTA meeting. Um, the truth of the matter is, though, that that's not really what it what it's about. I mean, the the memory stuff is ADHDers have lousy working memory. That's proven. It's been researched, and what working memory means is like if I tell you to do something, uh, and I don't remind you, and I ask you 15 minutes later if you got it done you don't even know what I'm talking about. Okay. And that happens a lot. It gets people in trouble in jobs, as you can well imagine. If your boss comes in and says, I need this, this, and this, and I need it by before noon. 
and noon comes and you haven't done any of it or you've totally forgotten that it was assigned. Uh, and that happens a lot. I mean, the, the ADHDers are well known for that. <coughs> you don't want to count on <coughs> their memory. Of course, the, the solution is simple. Always carry some kind of an organizer with you and write crap down. That's what we call externalizing your executive function. Okay. You don't depend on your memory. You don't depend uh, on being able to stay focused or attention. You have everything written down. Some of it's posted on your wall. Some of it's posted in whatever your mem your favorite memory uh, aid is. For some of us, it's I still use a day timer, which amuses some people. But I mean, there it is. It's easy. No instruction manual. Just open the bad boy up and write your notes in, and you've got it covered. And and that's you know. Plus, we know that people remember things better if they've actually written them down rather than just posting them in their computer or iPad or nowadays on your phone. Uh, but the um, you need to have something. You need to, to, to like I said, the, the shorthand I use is externalize your ex executive functions. And your ex executive functions are like your memory and your organization ability, your uh, time management, that, that all those sorts of things. And if there's something external that you have to do at a certain time, it's you're more likely to do it if it's something that's sitting on the wall or some alarm that rings because you set your phone to do that, uh, those, those kind of things. The thing that a, the person who has married the ADHD has to constantly remember and remind him or herself of is, okay, out of all the candy bars in the case, why did you pick this one? Okay? And usually it's some combination of, oh, he was so interesting. She was so exciting to be around. She was so full of life. Uh, he had so many interesting hobbies. Um, okay. You married him because or her because of her energy and her many interests. Uh, and now that's one of the things that bothers you the most about him. And so the, the, the deal is you have to remind yourself of that. I mean, you know, well, in this day and age, it's... <laughs> It's hard to talk about sustaining a marriage when our divorce rate is like 50% or something ridiculous. Uh, but I, I speak, I've been married a long time. I've been married over 50 years. And so I know wherever I speak. And um, you, if you want it to last, you've got to remember what interested you in the beginning. Because, you know, someday those kids are going to be grown and gone. Someday the job is going to say, it's time for you to retire. And then it's just the two of you. And you, it's helpful if you can remember why it was that you picked this person out of all the people in the world 
uh, that you could have gotten with. And, you know, my, my guesstimate is that it's going to be something about a sense of humor, energy, varied interests, creativity, all those kinds of things, which ADHDers seem to have a bunch of. And that's what, what you were looking for. Okay. You know, compulsive people, if they're left to their own devices, will tend to be boring. They will get everything done, but they'll be boring. Okay, and, and there's things like, okay, we talked about some characteristics of ADHDers before. Okay, distractible. Well, that's another way of saying they've got a lot of interests, and they're always looking around at different things. And forgetful, that means mostly that they don't worry a lot. And restless means they crave challenge and have a lot of energy. And impulsive also means they're energetic and crave a challenge. So, I mean, all of those things can be reworded to be positives. <laughs> and man or sir, uh, if you have married an ADHD, you better get really good at converting those complaints into something positive. Um, because it's hard when you're constantly feeling like you're being taken advantage of and that sort of stuff. And if you look at the big picture, you're probably not. It's just that in certain situations, he or she depends on you more um, than, than you would depend on them. You know, you do, you do this stuff all the time. It's second nature to you. For them, it's a brave new world. It's scary out there. Uh, trying to stay organized and get stuff done on time and that sort of stuff. So you better learn to value the energy, the enthusiasm, the creativity, all those sorts of things. Um, or you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm still Dr. Terry James Gingrass. This is still Dr. G's ADHD chat. We've been talking about marriage and having, to, having to, how you have to adapt to an ADHD partner. Uh, I have some personal experience with that, and uh, I wouldn't change a thing, actually. Um, so um, I'm available at Dr. G's ADHD chat, and uh, you may have noticed if you followed me for very long, I'm doing more on the family uh, and uh, individuals uh, than just uh, the parenting thing. Uh, I've been doing the parenting thing for almost eight years now. Actually, I think it's more than eight years now. And I'm, I want to get into some of the other parts of it because I've, I've handled pretty much everything throughout the lifetime with ADHD, including people who are diagnosed late and uh, people who need coaching uh, ADHD executives. My favorite group is ADHD entrepreneurs. They're fun, but they are the people, they're out there by themselves because that fits their personality best. You know, trying to run a business and that sort of stuff. Frequently, a lot of that doesn't match their ability very well. And so 
they need a lot of coaching and I do I do a lot of that and and I really enjoy it and we get pretty good results from it you know that uh, ADHDers as long as you focus on the creativity and the neat ideas they come up with and develop compensatory strategies for the organizational problems they typically have you got a winning combination and um, if you're not familiar with coaching uh, I think I've written some things and talked about it some um, recently and so you might look look at some of my earlier uh, Facebook lives and uh, or you can go to my podcast which is also called Dr. G's ADHD chat okay well we will catch you next week and um, go get them as they say <laughs> <laughs>